One of my favorite stories when I think about Holy Week comes from the life of Hernan Cortez. Some of you have probably heard about Hernan Cortez before. I just invite all of us to hear it again as if this was the first time. So in 1519, Hernan Cortez was asked by the King of Spain to conquer the great Aztec Empire, what is modern-day Mexico. So Cortez was entrusted with this mission to go to the Aztec Empire and take back home the world's greatest treasure. He was only given 600 soldiers in 11 ships, and so Cortez felt like all of the odds were against him. His men would be vastly outnumbered, fighting on foreign land, and they were against the great and mighty Aztec army, which no one had defeated for hundreds and hundreds of years. When Cortez and his men landed in the Yucatan Peninsula, he knew that their only chance of victory would be to do something extreme. He had to get his men committed 110% for the battle. And so he came up with a plan. First, he told his men to get off the ships. And when they were all on the shore, he looked at his men in the eyes and to arouse this commitment for 110%, he asked them, he said, are you ready for battle? And they heard, he heard many of them say, yeah. Cortez, he knew human nature though. He knew how easy it would be for these men when the battle got tough to turn back and to get on their ships and go home to the comfortable life of Spain. And so he said even louder the second time, are you ready for battle? And now many of them gathered together, yeah. Cortez was not finished though. He told his men to go back on the ships and get everything off. So all gear, food, supplies, horses, everything was taken off the ships. So imagine this scene, Cortez, the leader, Standing on the beach, the great Aztec empires behind him, 600 men are on the shore, surrounded by gear, food, supplies, horses, and he yells out one last time, are you ready for battle? And all of them this time, with one loud voice, yeah! Cortez now responded with three words that changed everything for these men. Burn the ships. Burn the ships. Cortez knew when the battle got tough, if these men knew they had ships to return to, they would probably do it. And they'd probably go home to the comfortable life in Spain. He had to remove the temptation. He had to remove the temptation. He had to provide no escape plan for these men, no turning back. Now the only options were victory or death. And it worked. Cortez ended up conquering the Aztec Empire and taking home the world's greatest treasure. In a similar way, about 2,000 years ago, Jesus stood on the shores of Galilee. As the great leader like Cortez, Jesus had a battle to fight. This was against the real enemy, Satan. 
And Satan held the world's greatest treasure. As the prince of the world, he was in possession of human souls. And so to win this victory, Jesus knew that such an intense battle awaited him, you could have nothing held back. You could have no escape plan. He knew that he would have to take on the weight of the world's sins to go all the way to Calvary to fight that final battle. And so, like Cortez, if anyone was going to follow Jesus to victory, they too had to be willing to give up everything. They had to be fully committed 110% to take up their cross, follow Jesus, and be willing to lay down your life forever. And so we could think that Jesus, like Cortez, as he began his ministry on the shores of Galilee, would ask all the crowds, do you want this? Are you ready for battle? You can imagine many people saying, yeah. I'm ready to follow you, Jesus. And we do see it. We see it throughout the gospel. So many people follow our Lord. But finally, when Jesus reveals the real cost of discipleship, when he tells them, burn the ships, some of them, as we heard in today's gospel, some of them follow Jesus. A select few. Many of them turn back to the comforts of their former way of life. And this same story that we heard in the Gospels is taking place here at this Mass too. Jesus is here. Jesus is our leader here. And he's standing here on the shores of Corpus Christi Parish. And although Jesus has won the final victory, Jesus has defeated the enemy, we are all still on enemy-occupied territory. This is what this world is, enemy-occupied territory. And we still have a battle to fight. The eternal destiny of our souls, of my soul, of your soul, of your children's souls, of your grandchildren's souls, the eternal destiny still hangs in the balance. It is still to be determined. And Jesus, as a good, good leader, is willing to get back into the battle, into our battles, to lead us to victory because he is always in pursuit of the world's greatest treasure, human souls. And so Jesus is calling us today at this mass, are you ready for battle? Are you ready to follow Jesus all the way? Are you ready for the peace and joy that awaits you on Easter? And some people, as we heard from a little child, who's honest, say no. Others are like, yeah, I kind of want that. I kind of want a life of meaning and purpose. I'm kind of sick of a comfortable life. I want more. And so many of us might feel that desire and we might want to say, yeah, I want that. But then, those terrifying, yet exhilarating words that are demanded of us to follow Jesus to victory come next. Burn the ships. What do you mean, Father Richard? What ships? Well, there are two types of ships we can burn. We have pirate ships, courtesy of White Spot. 
We have cruise ships, courtesy of ClickArt. Pirate ships symbolize mortal sin. Cruise ships symbolize venial sin. Both ships, they're ways we escape when the battle in life gets tough. Temptations we flee to instead of following Jesus. Now, pirate ships, they symbolize mortal sin. These are deadly ships, okay? Do you know what a pirate's favorite exercise is? It's the plank. The plank. But it's kind of true, okay? When you're in a life of mortal sin, you're seriously walking off the plank to eternal death. Now, in the gospel stories, we see someone who burnt the pirate ship in her life, Mary Magdalene. We heard about her last weekend, and she is a beautiful example of someone who burnt the pirate ship in her life. She went from being a prostitute, a life of deep sexual sin, to a great canonized saint. I love this woman, okay? I don't know about you, but I can relate to this woman. I remember the first time I burnt the pirate ship in my life. Some of you have heard this story before. After five years of being away from the church in deep sin, I went to confession and I experienced this opportunity which Jesus was inviting me. Are you ready for battle? Are you ready for a new life? I'm like, yes. And I get back home after receiving Holy Communion for the first time. And I feel like this is not, I didn't receive bread. I received a real person into my body. And then the temptation came. Back to the pirate ship. Get on my computer, watch some stuff I shouldn't, do some stuff I shouldn't. And in that moment, I felt the, the opportunity. What do you want? And I burnt that pirate ship 11 years ago. Right after that, I burnt a lot of other pirate ships. There were a lot of toxic relationships that I had. People I had to reach out to and told them that I'm converted to Jesus, I'm following him. And I burnt a lot of relationships. People that were gonna lead me back into mortal sin. Because I wasn't strong enough to surround myself by people that were gonna do that. And what joy and freedom I felt when I finally burnt those pirate ships. It was like, I couldn't believe the freedom and peace that I felt. I didn't know it was possible to experience such freedom and joy. It changed my life forever. And so with great reverence, I invite many of you, if there are mortal sins in your life right now that you have not brought to confession, if there are pirate ships in your life that you keep returning back to again and again and again, go to confession. Burn that dang pirate ship. I don't want you to walk off the plank forever. Whether that is the pirate ship of pornography, pirate ship of contraception, pirate ship of a toxic relationship that keeps bringing you into mortal sin. Go on the internet, type in list of mortal sins. The list goes on and on and on. Burn the pirate ships. 
Others like myself struggle with other kinds of ships. These are cruise ships, symbolize venial sins, easy ways out when the battle gets tough, the comfortable life, the daily escapes. Like, how about playing video games or binging on Netflix or anime or scrolling endlessly through your phone, TikTok, Instagram, instead of a life of prayer? That is an idol in your life. You need to surrender to God. If you spend five hours watching anime and five minutes praying, something is wrong in your life. Who do you worship? Seriously. Or overeating instead of fasting, gossiping instead of holding your tongue, telling little lies not to embarrass yourself. The list goes on and on and on. And Judas is an example of someone who did not burn the cruise ship in his life. He escaped to a life of what he thought was comfort. And it literally destroyed him. It literally destroyed him. So I invite you, I invite myself today, if there are any venial sins in your life that you are still clinging to on a daily basis, burn that cruise ship. Burn it today. Go to confession. Surrender it to God here at this Mass. you got to remove that temptation too. If the temptation is Instagram, TikTok, whatever, find a way to remove the temptation. We're not strong enough when we keep giving in to something just to pretend that we can will it. Because when you're weak in temptation, you're going to cave in to that dang cruise ship. So honestly, ask yourself, what is the cruise ship you need to burn this week, today? Maybe husbands and wives ask each other, what is the cruise ship I need to burn? Show me. Help me. And ask other people, please, burn this pirate ship. Destroy my laptop, because that's where you fall into sin. Whatever it takes, okay? Whatever it takes. To conclude, I just want to give a visual of what happens. This is too difficult to burn, I realized. St. Therese, she says, when we go to confession... We throw all of our faults into the devouring furnace of God's love. And she says, how could they not be just completely burned away? So all of the pirate ships, cruise ships, when we go to confession, just think of Therese. It's like, she says, see, look at this. It doesn't even, they gave me the altar service played a prank on me. Good thing God's love is the only one that never goes out. It's like endless, endless gas. I'll just say it one more time. St. Therese, she says, when we go to confession, we throw our faults into the devouring furnace of God's love. It's like, 
giving Jesus control. Jesus, just burn my ships, burn all the pirate ships, burn all the cruise ships. I just want them to be completely burned away in your love. 